American Capitalism, A History, with Lewis Hyman and Edward Baptist. Now, what we're talking about is not an industrial revolution yet. It's an industrious revolution. So the actual process of taking one good and turning it into another good is still technologically very inefficient. The spinners and weavers are still spinning and weaving in the same way that their ancestors did literally 3,000 years before. But there are a few changes which do not amount to industrialization, which don't involve the implementation of new machines or non-human sources of power. There are a few changes, limited as they might be, that are significant. So, for instance, we start to see an increasing emphasis on the division of labor, on taking tasks and breaking them down into smaller, smaller parts and assigning those smaller tasks to specific individuals. Think about the famous Scottish economist Adam Smith's example of the pen factory. Pens were previously made by individual craftsmen. One craftsman would draw out the wire, Smith said, make metal into wire, cut it into pieces, sharpen each piece, make the head for the pen and put that on, and then put the pen into a small packet of paper for sale. But if you divided up those tasks, if you had one person who made the wire and did nothing else, one person who cut the wire and did nothing else, one person who sharpened the pen and so on, you could multiply the speed of production, the efficiency of production, many, many times over. In some industries, in some fields of manufacturing, that's starting to happen, particularly in Britain and the Netherlands, and slowly in the northern United States, or what becomes the United States, over the course of the 1700s. All right, so what are the consequences of industrious revolution? Well, for instance, there might be a change that lasts in people's work ethic, in their attitudes towards work. It's possible that that happened, although employers would continue to complain about employees' work ethic from the 1700s up to the present day. But what's clearly there is a different set of attitudes about other things in the economy. So there's an increasing desire to get more consumer goods. And that demand for products is going to change people's behavior uh, in the short term, uh, even if they don't internalize a different work ethic. In addition, there's a change in what employers think. As attitudes towards time and work and how long people are supposed to work and how much they're supposed to work, as those attitudes change, employers start to believe that all time should be used more efficiently. All labor should be done more efficiently. And they're going to press to find new ways to do that. In addition, some of the same innovators that I talked about are also going to start applying new scientific tools to making the production process more efficient. So Josiah Wedgwood, for instance, one of his great innovations is the invention of something called the pyrometer. The pyrometer is essentially a high temperature thermometer that can measure the extremely high temperature inside a pottery kiln. If you can measure it, then you can figure out what makes it vary. And if you can figure out what makes it vary, you can actually make the temperature more consistent. 
and if you make it more consistent, you can make the production process more efficient. So the application of new technological tools like the pyrometer is going to help lead towards the more efficient production of manufactured goods over time. But even though there are new technologies and new attitudes, it's still possible that existing limits could have constrained the ultimate expansion of the European and North American economies. Limits on resources, limits on land, limits on the ability of the agricultural economy to feed all of these folks who are working at new jobs. All of these things could have put an end to European and North American economic expansion. For more information, go to edX.org and look for American Capitalism, A History with Lewis Hyman and Edward Baptist, or go to facebook.com slash American Capitalism MOOC. This podcast has been brought to you by Cornell X from Cornell University. Mm -hmm.